wasn't showing up across the moon the county line It was a record high That summer we spent together Breaking in leather Hello everyone and welcome to the Race Rowdy Podcast. I'm Chris Yao, your host along with Nikki T and DP, Derek Pastore. That's how we're calling him these days. And uh, we are joined today by one of Nashville's hottest up and coming songwriters, Mr. Ryan Nelson. Ryan, welcome. What's up, guys? <laughs> happy to have you, brother. Oh, I'm happy to be here, man. Um, so, I'm glad you made it to Nashville. Man. Absolutely, man. We got to party. We partied yeah. a little bit. <laughs> we, sure and speaking of that, that's what we want to start off with because we got one question there. Before we talk about any music, we have one question that is just burning, literally, literally. in our minds. <laughs> You've made quite a name for yourself in the, the, the fire building aspect. <laughs> oh, yeah. But what we need to know is where the hell do you get all these pallets? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I get them from undisclosed uh, resources. Um, no, there's actually this. Uh, we saw this thing on Craigslist. It said free wood. We're like, what? And it said all the time. It never runs out. Like literally, just come here and take it. Like this, huh? And it, it honestly wasn't far from my house. So we drove out there, and sure as hell, there's like a hundred pallets sitting there. We're like, well, let's, let's get all the pallets. Yeah, we we stacked my bed so high when I turned the cork out there. I thought. <laughs> I, off the bat. I was like driving 30 miles an hour like hey don't mind me <laughs> Just <get some> pallets. <laughs> I, got a, I got a big round of fire show not so much uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing so yeah. that makes sense though that's really cool i like it so for you guys that don't know ryan uh has some parties over at his place and they're uh I would say renowned at this point in Nashville. You think? Yeah, yeah. I would say at least in the race yeah, rally I'm, world. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> We've had a lot of lot of cool people come through over the years. I mean, they're Instagram famous at this point. That's it, <laughs> dude. One night I was stupid drunk and I was like, "Dude, let's Instagram live it. <laughs> like, let's do that. That's a good idea." And then it was. I, well, I thought it was, but I was like, "Man, now the world knows like how much of a drunk ass rally." <laughs> but, but, hey, I, think, I think that plays to your persona, though, yeah. right? I that's, guess that's why we love you. <laughs> you are the, it's like we were telling, uh, you know, a guy today earlier. Uh, you are the persona of Raised Rowdy. Yes, hell yeah, cool. <laughs> like we love that. You when I saw the name. Rowdy. I was like, Raised Rowdy, like, dude. That, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was raised for, like my dad's a rowdy cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my dad, he'd be like, dude, this guy has mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a whole lot of fun, though. <laughs> That's what we love. My mom's like trying to not let us kill, get ourselves killed somehow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, don't do that. I'm like, wait, what? It's <laughs> hard work. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about music-wise. So um, we'll talk about California. Where? How did you get there? Who did you write that with? California actually wrote by myself. Awesome. And uh, man, it was just one of those songs where I sat down and I pretty much just wrote it. Like, it just came. Like, I didn't leave that same city, you know? Just yeah. Kinda, sometimes it, I don't know, I think every songwriter could probably say certain songs that there's a, they've done that with. Right. You know, we do a lot of three way rides and two way rides, and you, you're doing all this different kind of stuff. But a lot of times the songs that you, Right where you're like, man, I need to cut that. Is a song that just hit you so hard that you couldn't help but write it right then and there. And sometimes there's people there, and sometimes there's not. Right. You know. So that was one where I just was happy to be right there. Yeah. Yeah. And that that song, it's it's 
completely different from anything you've done since. Right. But the, one of the cool things is it was your debut, like first thing you yeah. put out on iTunes, right? Yeah. It kind of made a big splash. I mean, people heard it that, you know, like I said, my, I mean, my fiance knew that song and knew you before we ever had any idea who Ryan Nelson was in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. And so it kind of made a big splash. Was that something that, that kind of took you off guard? Were you expecting that? Well, you know, I, I, I had a, that same session, we probably tracked like four songs just to track them. I mean, I'm a produced too. And so it's always been a huge thing for me to just get in the studio. I'm just like, Oh man, that's got a bunch of songs. Who knows what we're going to cut? Let's just get in there. I just want to, just want to play around with some stuff, see what the, the guys that are about to track it are liking, you know, stuff. Yep. So we do that, but we live tracked that whole session. And that was actually the same session where Jordan live tracked my whole world. So I produced that session. Okay. So, and what, honestly, what that means in that context is I hired the team. Right. I hired the team. I put yeah. the team together and I put the date together. Yeah. Jordan is so good that if, if I got Jordan in the studio and I'm lucky enough to have a day with Jordan, I'm, you know, suggestions are minimal. It's like you do Jordan and I'm going to, I'm going to capture it. Right. <laughs> and so that day was a kind of a, a whole day of just like, we're going to do Jordan and Ryan yeah. and we're going to capture it. And we did a, we did, like I said, a few songs a piece in California right away. I was just like, Oh man, is it like just hearing the track for the first time in that telly tone. We tried, we shot a video for like when we tracked it sort of like this last one. Like we tracked that video as we were tracking the song and you see Jordan like coming in with that. He's got a Nashville deluxe telly. Mm-hmm. It's stupid good. It sounds awesome. And you hear it like, having that like telly like rumble that I don't know. It's just like, man, I heard that. And I was like, that might be the best thing I've done. You know? <laughs> and then when you hear it come in on the, on the jam after that first verse hits and then that big guitar jam comes in, it's like, it felt so big. I was like, man, this is crazy. I, we, that was live. We, we just live took that. That's so so awesome. that, that was kind of really when I, I sort of fell in love with live takes because that song just wouldn't have been what it was without Right. Absolutely not. Because it means so much. Like you can't sit there and go, all right, yeah, try that one line again. I'll try that one line again. And you sit there and lull yourself to sleep on one line where you don't even like singing it anymore. And stuff right. Sometimes. And sometimes that's necessary. Some songs that's necessary as a producer. I'm, I am not going to try to track many people live because it's tough. It's hard. You can't, you got to be good at it or it's, uh-huh. it's going to be a, a long day. When so you're, when you're wearing that producer hat, who yeah. else are you working with producing that? Um, so I uh, did some tracks recently for Haley Stevens. Um, she's put two of them out so far. We did one more. Um, man, I've done like I've done like seriously produced up tracks for random people. Job, mm-hmm. we did a drink I can. Produced, uh, you know, we have me and Jordan have a song we wrote with Jeremy Parsons called "Who's God," and it man, the recording of it is. So sick. That's it's awesome. Jordan's vocal on it. Yeah. So I mean, I wrote the song too. I, I produced it the way I want to hear my own song produced, but right. Jordan cut the vocal. Yeah. It sounds sweet. Um, uh, done done a track with Josh Phillips. Cool. It came out sweet. Nice. So sweet. I was like, Josh, cut that on your record. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, man, I, I already got one. that's too similar. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't. No, put this one. <laughs> but he likes the song. We all like the song. Was, that song kind of fell into place too. But uh, yeah, so stuff like that, man. I really, 
I took on a job, uh, I guess, a little over a year ago now, and it was it was awful. <laughs> it was it was awful. It it killed my want to be in the studio for like four months. Oh, really? Like I couldn't even mentally just I just didn't. I don't know. You got to be so invested. You got to be there, present in that thing. I just wasn't because that project did it just it stretched me thin, and I I didn't get the product I wanted at the end. Like not even that it was the artist's fault. It was just it just didn't turn didn't out mesh like it was well. supposed to. Yeah, and I knew that, and you know I think at one point I even advised that artist that like, ah, I don't even know if I put that out. You know, <laughs> just because we didn't we didn't get what we wanted and. Man, that's a weird feeling as a producer. Because, you know, you're producing stuff, you're like, man, we're getting better, we're getting better, we're getting better, we're getting better. Every time we do a track, we're getting better, we're getting better, and then all of a sudden, boom, that sucked. Then you're like, damn, are we getting better? You know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. I have confidence in myself as a producer, but, man, there's so many moving parts. It's very tough to nail a record. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. And that's what, like, when you did the video that, that you let, thank you for letting us premiere. Freaking yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Like, when you cut that and I saw it for the first time, because you had sent me the track before. Right. But when I saw it for the first time, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Right. Like, you hear the track, you're like, oh, that sounds awesome, dude. And yeah. Then it's like, whoa. Yeah. That's why I was the same way. I heard the track. I was like, yeah, we did a good job. Then I saw the video once like, it got sent to me. I was like, yeah. Whoa. It's just so dope. But that dude, Ian Shafinsky, man. He's the real deal. If you're listening and you need camera, you know, film work done, Ian Shafinsky is real good. But he did a man. I watched a bunch of his stuff, and man, he was he had the juice on that one, man. He 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 did a really good job, dude. It's awesome. Like when you like just the little things that you pick out, like like I said, but like when we did the article about it, like just like the behind the scenes stuff, like the PBR cans on the wall. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, somebody was like, what? "Don't put PBR cans like." That's that's gonna be like a you know advertisement. You unless you're trying to get like sponsored by that particular brand, and I'm like, dude, I wasn't even thinking about that, dude. Me and my boys were pounding PBR tall boys. Yeah, in the studio. This is real life. (laughs) (laughs) There was no planning, and hey, we're gonna put these. But I did I did notice like because where the mouthpiece is on the can, all of our cans are facing the exact same way. I like looked back and I was like, man, that looks like it's planned, but it totally was not. We were all like drinking beers, and I think Aaron had like a. Uh, Sweetwater IPA. Yeah, so you're like the one different. Cannabis. That's hilarious. We uh, so like the uh, what I really loved about it is it's like that's you. Like you see you and your fucking boys. Yeah, and that music is like fully you. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is a really good representation of what I think when I think about Ryan Nelson. So cool, man. Freaking that's, awesome. You know what I I think that you know for fans of this music and of the genre and everything, for for me as an artist, if you're gonna get to liking my music and get to know me like you got to kind of see what it really looks like yeah if i if i was to paint a bunch of stuff over it and try to print it up and stuff it's like that's not that's not what my, me as an artist is right there are other artists where that that is awesome for them. i love usher usher will have like five tracks of vocals going over his last chorus and like <laughs> in the background something you're like dude like they're pretty it up but it's usher like that needed to be pretty though. Yeah. That's that kind That's of music, style. you know? Yeah. But when, when I, what I'm doing, I'm like, man, I think it, it's something where in its organic state, it's enough. Yeah. Like that's enough. You don't need a whole lot of other stuff. 
Yeah. Which isn't like uh, the super hot way of thought these days. <laughs> but hey, man, that's cool. But dude, that's what we like. <laughs> we like the real shit. And it's funny because that you say that because you know when I when I hear the stuff you're putting out now, tailgate talking, breaking in leather. Yeah. Uh, it it doesn't sound anything to me like California. Right. Well, so man, every once in a while, I just get on some crazy lick when I'm just stoned as hell and and, I, and it might be way out of my wheelhouse of what I would normally do and that's almost like when I'm like oh that's so cool yeah. like I gotta write that because that's just like not like anything I, hey three way ride like hey what if I just strum this G three times like this <laughs> yeah that's it boom oh we got a song moving Held it. If, if, if you're sitting there like making a cool lick by yourself and you're like oh that's that's really cool I might bring that to my next write or I might write that by myself or whatever. Right. Well, I think it's, that was one of those, California was one of those me grinding on a lick and going, Oh, that's so cool. You know? And, and so, you know, Taylor talking, that was a lick too. Like that morning I wrote that song with uh, Jordan Fletcher, Daniel Johnson, and was, oh Chad Bishop. So all four of us, we were all in there and I was like, man, I'm going to write on a telly today. So I turn my amp on and pick telly up. I say, I love that's it, dude. Let's write to that. Let's write to damn Alan Jackson. Well, that's it. It sounds just like Chattahoochee. Yeah. Like, right. It, it like, gives you that Chattahoochee. I was kind of going for that vibe, but like, yeah. it's, it's rocking super hard, though. You know? It's yeah. not like, it's not that same old, like, tick, 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 yeah, it's, it's like a, Real gritty, like stomp thing. Oh around, yeah, you know? and, and dude, that's that's, that's, that's a perfect tailgate song. Yeah, we we see you know that that Tom Petty style rock. Yeah, yeah, mixed with that country, you know that '90s country vibe, and I feel like that is what you're 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 throwing out right now, anyway. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, man, that's it. Man, it helps helping people to point that kind of stuff out. You know, when you're early in, in an artist career, like you know, you gotta you gotta kind of take. Like what y'all say, and like you know, that's you're taking things into account. Like, oh, I guess that is my brand. What's your, so then, what's your brand? Oh man, I'm, my brand is uh, I'm just be me. Like, I'm a crazy white dude that builds fires and plays badass licks on my telly. What do you want from me? I like yeah, football a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's my other. That's my other thing. So, so let's talk about you growing up. So you grew up in Florida. I did. Tell us a little bit about that for people. I was uh, born in Jacksonville. I was born uh, right on the river, a St. John's River. And uh, man, a lot of a lot of big musicians were born in the hospital. So it's kind of a cool uh, little Claim roots thing yeah. there. But um, I grew up, my dad's from Great Coast Springs, Florida, which is on the western side of the St. John's River, about 30 miles from Jacksonville. Okay. And my town that I grew up in is called Switzerland, and it's directly across the river. Like you can like from Switzerland, the Cross River, Never Spring Cove. So it's like right there. And uh, man, uh, my dad, like you know, growing up, he Leonard Skinner was practicing down the down the creek. Like literally, you can hear over the water and stuff. So it's like that. You know, the music is a, is huge down there, and it's honestly like it's funny because like Joe has a line in a song of his where he's talking about his grandma got him his first guitar, and like man, that's such a that's such a that's such a common story that you see in country music. A lot of these guys, how they got started, maybe they got started in church or whatever. Yeah. In Jacksonville, it's more like your uncle gave you an electric guitar. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, like it's your like crazy uncle, and he gives you an electric, and you learn how to play 
give me three steps. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like an ACDC lick or something. Yeah. So I'd say like in Jacksonville as a whole, rock and roll is definitely like the sound. Predominant. The sound. Yeah. But man, that doesn't, that's not saying there's not great, like real country stuff coming out of there. Cause I mean, man, there's plenty of guys from around my area. Easton Corbin's not from far, too far down the road. And I love his stuff. Yeah. Jake Owen, you know, he's a Florida guy. He's not really from my area of the state, but there's a, there's something that, you know, that cool going on with country in Florida. But that, I mean, the, the Skinner and, you know, those type of, of songs are what most people today would consider more traditional, real country music, quote unquote. Right, because it's like, well, it's rock, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like with when country went pop, I think the people who didn't want to hear the pop went rock. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's easier to sell rock than it is to sell traditional country. Like, I have some super traditional country songs that I've written. A bunch of them. I could have put a whole record out. Like, cowboy songs. Like, Willie Nelson songs. Right. I never play it because people are, like, sitting there falling asleep <laughs> oh, I got to do And I'm like, oh, man, I'm playing It's song. different yeah, if you're you know? Joshua Headley and that's what they came for. Yeah. Right, but right. But you can't play it at, at a honky-tonk in no Columbia, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah, you know? no way. You, you got you to gotta come out with some sort of energy. And I, I like being able to take the energy that you find in rock and roll and put it into shit that sounds like country. Yeah. But have the same energy. Right. You know what I mean? Because I came up in rock and roll. Yep. You know, like I said, like, man, I – I did get an electric guitar really young, and that was what I did. I joined the punk band, and I said, fuck school. Yeah. My mom was like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> you be stupid. Love you, Mom. For a minute. <laughs> Love you, Mom. Listen to this punk rock riff I just wrote. <laughs> ah, my neighbors hate us. So let's talk about everything and nothing and breaking in leather, like the songs. So yeah. who did you write those with? So everything uh, and nothing was Jesse Brown, who's actually the wife of my booking agent. Huh. Yeah, one knows everybody here. Crazy yep. stories. Yep. <laughs> um, and we I actually met him because we wrote together, and okay. I sort of met him through that. Um, but yeah, that one was like I, I kind of told you briefly about it, but that was like the day after the Las Vegas Highway ninety one thing. And man, it sucked. Uh, that sucked. It was like man, it just felt like like Nashville just stopped. Yeah, like it really did. Like in this, this town's going, happened. and people are yeah. calling and every day. It can be the weekend, and people are still calling you about this. And man, all of a sudden, boom! It's just like a wall. And I had a right schedule for Jesse, and I'm like, write a fucking song. Yeah, like I don't want to write a song. I'm, I'm just like completely shocked. I mean, it was just a complete shock. Um, and you know, as like the two, three days that were going by, they're like learning more details and it's just getting more and more grown. I'm like, man, I don't even want to hear this. I don't even yeah. want to hear any more of this. And it's, it sucked. And, and then, you know, Tom Petty died like this, that day, like the next day. So it was like, ah. Which Florida guy. And he's like right from my own neck of the woods, man. Yeah. And there's just a lot of love for Tom Petty. My parents partied at Tom Petty's house when they went to the University of Florida in Gainesville. Yeah. Like he's like, he's the guy, dude. Skinner yeah. and Tom Petty, man. Like, that's, it. Yeah. that's what we do where I come from. Yeah. So it was just like to see like a legend, like, man, all these people in this crazy, like, dude, all the people I know that were there. And, and then there's so many more that I didn't know. And, and like, it's just like, what a crazy event. And then Tom Petty dies. And I'm just like, dude, I do not want to write a song. 
Yeah. So I get there and me and Jesse, you know, she's a really cool commenter chick. We're just like chat for a while about that. We're just like, like you can't not talk. Yeah, how else do you cope? You know? So we're just like sitting there talking about it for like maybe 45 minutes. We're like, are we gonna run a song? We're like, and I told her, I'm like, man, I don't even know if we're gonna run a song. But I was like, I was like, if we're gonna write a song though, I wanna write some some Tom Petty shit. Yeah. You know? I wanna write like a, a Tom Petty song, like a cruising, you're in the car cruising song. And my my fingers just did that lick right away. When my hands just go to a lick, I just that like that's the one that's it. My, my body and God or whatever all that wanted it to do be that. So that's gonna be it. And uh I like repetition, so I just repeated it a whole lot of times. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and something I like about Tom Petty and also Willie Nelson is they put a lot of space in their lines. Like nowadays it's so like typical to be like all over and over again. And dude, that stuff's hooky and it's cool. But I feel like sometimes you might miss a little bit of the ah, I don't know. You might miss a little bit of what what's going on in the song, maybe. If if they didn't write it like there's some songs that they write it so good, even when they're running like that, you hear every word. Yeah. Some of you, I mean it's just like a it's just a melody on you. Like, oh, this is catchy, you know. So I'll, the, the thing with the space is that like you say something and then like let people think, Let's think about it. Yeah. Like in jazz, they they make an expression and then they stop. And then they make another expression and then they stop. And it's like, there's a reason for that. It's not because he forgot what he was doing. Yeah. There's like a there's a beauty in the silence of it. You know, I, I can't remember who was telling me this, what who said this, but if jazz is not about the notes you hit, it's the notes you don't hit. And that's the truth. And that's jazz. But yeah. I mean, like, you know, music. country music, man, there, there was a lot of jazz in country music. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not too far apart, you know? <laughs> yeah. And 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 with it, you know, Willie was influenced by that jazz stuff out of Texas. Yep. And so he had that space, giving, saying a line, giving it space, saying a line, giving it space. Tom Petty, he did a lot of beautiful, just blank space in his songs at times. And that's like, man, I love that. So the verses are real wide. And then the chorus is real wide. Everything's just real kind of open. And that wasn't meant to be a number one pop hit. You know? Yeah. Um, and then Breaking and Leather, that, that was me and uh, Chad and Ray, uh, Chad Bishop and Ray Fulcher. And, you know, that one, that one was, that one was a, that's a, like a Southern rock, honky tonk, whatever you want to oh, yeah. call it, man. Like it was, we knew it was that kind of song right away. <laughs> and I love Ray's melodies and the kind of, just little intricate stuff he does that you don't notice unless you do it every day, you know? Yeah. It's like, Oh man, he does certain little things like consistently with his like thought process that, that make his songs good. Yeah. And I like to think I do the same thing. So when me and Ray get in the room together, we're like, boom, boom, boom. And then Chad, I mean, dude, Chad, I've written some of my best songs because Chad just like said something. He's just like, da-da-da-da. and I'm like, Boom. Like, you know, like I'll sit there and me and Chad will write that song in 45 minutes because he just like, said something and it just hit me. Oh, that's this, you know? So that was the kind of, that's the kind of right where I'm going to write some artist stuff. Yeah. Right with Ray, right with Chad, who's written a lot of my like personal stuff that I would play for you and say, this is a Ryan Nelson song. Right. I've written a lot of those with Chad. Nice. Um, so having Chad and Ray was really cool. And I mean, it's, it's kind of a shallow song, but you know, shallow songs are cool when it's, 98 degrees outside and you're at the beach and you're cranking. Your it's video. a fun song, like, man. You don't need, you know, there's time, there's time for all sorts of different That's kind of stuff. I don't know. I just thought it was a cool, uh, sort of 
cool like dichotomy to have the story. This like one like wide open kind of like jammy petty style, and then just like smack him in the face with Skinner, baby. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like that's my two. That's my that's my go twos right there. So and yeah, it was cool. I think it turned out great. Um, you working on any other rights or anything you have coming up recently? Man, I'm I'm doing a little bit of. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be going back to Florida. I'm not going to Key West. I honestly, at times I wish I was, but <laughs> man, I just don't have the money. Yeah, I and <laughs> I can go to my hometown, which is also in Florida, and sit out by the beach. Yeah, and not be sur- and and be drunk and not be surrounded by a thousand people that know me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna offer that. Yeah. Um, but so I'm gonna I'm just kind of taking a little middle break. I wrote man, I wrote like like 15 songs in the last two weeks. Or something. Crazy. I've just been just cranking them out. So I'm like, I need. Yeah, break. you got to recharge, man. Recharge, man. Every time I go back to Florida, I'm like, song ideas are just boom, 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 boom. Like, it's nuts. Last time I came back, like, I just finished up on all the ideas I had from from the last one I went, which was in February. That's crazy. So, definitely a place where I recharge, you know, emotionally and stuff, but also with the, with with the crowd, too. Yeah, right. absolutely. So that's like everyday life. It's And that's the thing that, like, not being in that world, not being an artist, just like, Everyday life is what you draw your your experiences yeah, from. Yeah. What, what brings you to the songs? What brings you to talk to it with the other people? Right, and that's I just mean, like I mean, that's who we're writing to. Yeah, people who are listening to these songs are like these are people who like have jobs and they got kids and they got stuff they got to do, and you know, they also you know like to party <laughs> and they like to do stupid shit sometimes. I'll tell you what song I'm waiting on most. Is a song about burning pallets. Yeah. <laughs> when that happens, Dude, maybe I'll go to the apex, and then it's all done. Dude, I was thinking about making a shirt like from a merch and having literally like two pallets and a, and a big flame. We already talked about We legit about just, just talked hard. about that today. Oh, yes. Today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ryan Nelson Fire Show. Exact same. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we were hanging out with Dalai. That's literally the conversation we had. Yeah. I'll have been at a couple fire shows. Yeah, <laughs> man. Thanks so much for joining us, dude. And we cannot wait to hear what's coming up, what's next. And, you know, we really appreciate you hanging out with us for a little bit of time and, and hope that, you know, maybe we can catch up with you again on the road. And, uh, yeah, what's, gonna, cause, cause Ryan Nelson shows are, they're a lot of fun. And uh, so, so we want to definitely be out there for that and get a little rowdy. Yeah. And we're going to have you, uh, we're going to have Ryan play us a song as well and, uh, go from there. Sure. So, uh, we should have closer. <laughs> Why do you have picks, Derek? So they can't see, but I'm, I'm wearing my Florida gear right now. So it's like, you. it's like real. Oh, they, yeah, they can. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I got this Florida gear on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing summer vibes. So that the summer will like come full force. Get here. Oh, it's like yeah. it's gone. There's no spring in Tennessee. I've been willing. I've been willing my way. For the for the weather to just come around, I'm like you know what, I'm just gonna start wearing shorts, and yeah. it's just gonna get hot. It'll just do it. Shorts. What are you gonna play for us? Well, my man, so this one song that people were like, "Oh, it's your best song," and then I have one song that's like rowdy as hell. I'm with the race rowdy guys. Let's song. do them. Let's do them. We can do both. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the coolest thing we're doing today. (laughs) 
so yeah, this uh, this is the this is the the fun one, the, the wild one. Um, I wrote this with Matt Wallace, who is the manager of Muscatel. Yeah, and he's a closet freakishly good writer. Like he's very very good. Like we write awesome songs consistently together, and it was me and him. Like you know, a lot of the writes are three way writes. Like right. dude, I just go to his house and we just like talk about just life and business and philosophy, and then write, oh, let's just write a song. But this one kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and he, he kind of threw the hook out, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's dope. So it's called Show Up Drunk. <laughs> well, I'm a little on the wild side. I'd say I'm that guy Waking up in the morning But you're feeling like the bottom of the last night But you know I hold my head high Cause it ain't nothing but a short ride With a burnt mixtape cranking hang When we pull up at the shoreline I'll probably show up drunk With my shirt undone Chasing that summer sun, probably from a smoke. Try to hold my own. Ask me tomorrow, I won't remember what I've done. I'll probably show up, probably show up drunk. <laughs> Catch me looking on the bright side, and I try to be a nice guy. But I flip a little switch and I'll be sitting at the bar sipping my tie. Spitting all the right lines. Get her spitting with the white lines. She'll be begging me to leave. I tell her just text me because I'm taking my time. And I'll probably show up drunk with my shirt undone. Drinking my hand, not giving a damn. On that neon bus, probably from a smoke. Try to hold my own. Yeah, ask me tomorrow. I won't remember what I done. I'll probably show up, probably show up drunk. Call it two for ones, call it too much fun, call it what you want. Call it this and that, call it way off track, how the way y'all at. Cause I'll probably show up drunk with my shirt undone. Drinking my hand, not giving a damn, chasing that summer sun. Probably bomb us slow, try to hold my own, yeah. Ask me tomorrow, I won't Remember a damn thing that I've done. Probably show up, probably show up drunk. Yeah, probably show up drunk.
right, that might be my new favorite Ryan Nelson song. Uh, <laughs> heck yeah, dude. That's, that is Ray Rowdy's new theme song. Yes. Right there. I, def- I definitely opened Whiskey Jam with that song like two days after I wrote it because I liked it so much. Uh, that's awesome. I was like, yeah, yeah we're going to um, we're gonna play this at Whiskey Jam. I'm like, I literally, we didn't even finish writing it yet. Like, that's the more finished version. The one I played at Whiskey Jam was like, I wrote this two days ago. Like, let's just, let's just jam it and just hit people in the face with that. Fucking awesome. So. That's you right there. That was fun. <laughs> Dude, would you mind grabbing my cake right Thank you, sir. So, yeah, this uh, next one is one that I wrote with my buddy Sam Crabtree. And, man, I've had a lot of people be like, that's your best song. Which I feel like every songwriter that I've ever gone up to and been like, Dude, this is your best song. They're like, Nah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, I got better ones than that. But like, I don't know. People people get like attached to certain songs. And so I've learned that that's like a call. Someone's yeah. like, that's your best song. I'm like, all right, all right, cool. <laughs> I've, had a, I've heard that a bunch about this song. And I really like it. What's it called? The Way My Heart Breaks. Tell I just played a four-hour show on these strings. <laughs> Nash Vegas. Flip-flops, blue jeans, motor homes, talks her shit while she flips through the pages of a people magazine. She ain't marrying kind, calls up her ex in the middle of the night. And knowing me, I'll probably pick it up this time. She knows me enough to know that's right. She likes running, I like chasing, tripping over goodbye every time we try to say when she wants me, I'm there waiting, doesn't matter how many times it takes, she loves waiting, my heart breaks. She likes mason jars, barefoot wine, and PBR. She summer stone, Sunday morning, and I'm all for it. Yeah. She likes running, I like chasing, tripping over goodbye. Every time we try to say when she wants me, I'm there. Waiting doesn't matter how many times it takes. She loves waiting. My heart breaks for her. Those words coming off my lips, and she just leaves, winks at me. 
while she's blowing kisses and she likes running I like chasing tripping over goodbye every time we try to say when she wants me I'm there waiting doesn't matter how many times it takes no, it doesn't matter how many times it takes. She loves the way my heart breaks. My heart breaks. I wasn't her, she wasn't mine, but we were showing up across the board county line.